Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, Sharif Johnson Moore here. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for another Authors Excerpt Sunday. Today we have special guests from London, England, Miss Pamela R. Haynes. And she is the author of Loving the Brothers. That's her first book. And Loving the Sisters is her second book. And we want to get into this conversation to see what this author is talking about here. Ooh, if you don't have her book, Loving the Brothers, you need to get it, okay? It is a it is a page turner, it is a keeper, it is all these things that sometimes in relationships uh we we know what's going on, but sometimes we don't want to talk about it. Okay, so let's deep dive into this author's excerpt Sunday episode with Miss Pamela R. Haynes. Come on, y'all, let's do it. Welcome to Authors Excerpt Sunday. We are here, we are here, we are here for another marvelous time for our uh, uh, our time with authors from all over. So today our special guest is Miss Pamela R. Haynes. And hello, Miss Pamela, how are you doing today, honey? I'm okay. I'm not too bad. Thank you. Delighted to be here. So thanks for the invitation. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, dear. You're welcome. So um, how's your day been? Oh, very well, thank you. It's a bit bitter, uh, bitterly cold here in the UK. So I've spent the day um, indoors, but um, it's, I've had a good day. Thanks. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to... Um, I want to introduce um, Hayes. Her name is Miss Pamela Hayes. Has over 30 years of experience working in the criminal justice system, and has been uh, worked has worked in a variety of, of, of probation office roles and uh, and settings, namely as a court program programming facilitator. She became a practice development uh, assessor in 2002, worked with uh, training probation office of studies uh, on the BSC community justice program. Miss um, Pam has been a guest lecturer at Hertfordshire University, and she has previously sat on the Probation uh, Studies Examination Board. Um, Pat, Ms. Pam is retired uh, from her role as a senior office, pro, a senior probation officer in 2008. So, Ms. Pam, how how does that how 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 is retirement uh, how is retirement from from working in that field? Yeah, I had a little giggle there because um, you said Hertfordshire. Um, uh-huh. We say Hertfordshire, um, oh, okay. so it's just in the pronunciation. And I actually okay. retired in 2018, so um, four years ago. 
and um, mm. I've been very busy with my with my books. So um, that's taken up a chunk of my time. Loving the Brothers was uh, published on the 8th of January 2018. Um, mm. So you know what it's like when you put your book out to the world. You then have to market your book and get your book into different spaces. So mm. I have been working hard to get my book into local bookshops and um, also into libraries as well. So um, the library system here is a bit disjointed, which means that um, you have to try and get it into individual libraries or groups of libraries at the same time. So that's been my main goal, really. Um, I've been able to use the Loving the Brothers as a catalyst to um, talk to people about domestic abuse, um, raise awareness about domestic abuse on TV, um, radio, and I've had a few articles written about me. I really didn't think that um, the book would blow up the way that it has, which has meant that it's, uh, it has kept me very, very busy. Oh, okay, okay. So um, what what part of England are you from? Yeah, I live in um, Forest Gates, which is in East London. Um, okay. And um, I grew up in an area called Canning Town, um, mm -hmm. which is still in East London. Um, yeah. But all of my ties are in the East End. I have okay. two brothers and two sisters. My brothers live in Australia and um, my sisters live in Essex, which is another, the next big city um, heading east from where I live. Um, and my, my parents hail from Barbados. So, um, you know, they, you know, they came here decades and decades ago. So we've got, I've yeah. got a rich heritage in the, in the Caribbean also. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So what, what, um, what started you on your writing journey? Yeah, I would say that um, I've always been a reader. So um, my um, chunk of my childhood was spent in Canning Town Library, um, reading books from there. They also had a play scheme. Um, so during the holidays, that's where me and my siblings spent most of our time as well with um, organised activities and so on. So I've always been a good, um, a good reader. And I suppose when I became uh, an adult, it was always one of those things that I aspired to do was to write my own book. So I was approaching a milestone birthday in 2018, but mm. in 2016, I thought, let's have a look at some of these things that I've got on my bucket list um, mm. or to do. So um, I, it came down to three things that I wanted to do. Go on mm. a cruise, a Caribbean cruise, okay. um, do my master's. If I start it in 2016, I will walk across the stage in 2018 for my birthday. Mm or okay. write a book. Um, okay. But as you know, these things cost money to do. And yeah. it came down to me choosing between doing my master's or writing a book. Um, mm -hmm. I can tell you over here in, in, in London, it's going to cost me maybe £3,000 and, and upwards to do a master's. Um, okay. And um, in the end, I chose to, to write a book. I, I happened to go to an award ceremony. I was somebody's yeah. plus one. She was picking up the award. And mm -hmm. I happened to sit next to a woman who had a stack of her books next to her called Geraldine's Pearl. And I say what I always say when I meet authors, you know, one day I'm going to write my book. And she said, well, I'm moving into publishing. So mm -hmm. keep in touch with me. 
and um, the rest, as they say, is history because oh, two okay. years later, um, Love and the Brothers was produced and published and it's, it's here now. That's what the book looks like. Um, yeah. as you can yeah. see, oh, you've got your yeah. copy, wonderful, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and, um, the, the, the painting is behind me, but so for my yeah. last birthday in 2021, my children mm -hmm. got uh, a replica um painting for me, which I'm absolutely mm -hmm. you know ecstatic about. It was really, oh, yeah. really something quite special, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, Love and the Brothers is here now and it's doing really well, okay? So we know about loving the brothers. So what's up with loving the sisters? Okay, okay well, loving, loving the brothers is part one. Yes. So that sets the scene. Um, it's based in the UK. So the stories happen in around London, places that I know and places that some of your viewers may know as well. So they would have heard of um, the Olympic Stadium, for example, because the Olympics were here in 20, 2012. Um, we have a brand new shopping centre opened called Westfield and it's really, really popular with tourists. When they come to London, I speak, my characters go to Westfield shopping centre and the story is also part based in Jamaica. So they have reason to travel to um, Westmoreland, uh, which is Jamaica, for a funeral where my main protagonists meet up. So that's part one. That's setting the scene. That's telling you, you know, a lot more information about how um, black people live in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. and the kind of activities that we do. It looks at what um, black courtship might be like, you know, and how that works. And uh, um, mm -hmm. our dating scene is very different to the dating scene in the US. And mm -hmm. um, part two is tells you the story, how the women galvanize, how they organize, how they support each other through what's mm -hmm. happening in their relationships until its mm -hmm. conclusion. So um, it continues. You don't miss anything. Um, the last sentence of Loving the Brothers is the first sentence in Loving the Sisters. It's a okay. continuation of the story. So I have yeah. had some um, fans who have been waiting for Loving the Sisters for four years, which is an incredibly long time. Um, oh. I've been on a journey in terms of writing the book and then finding a publisher um, has been um, difficult as well. But I'm happy yeah. to report that... Um, Loving the Sisters will be published in July this year and I'm working mm -hmm. fast towards making sure that that happens. So that's Loving the Sisters. In the meantime, I haven't stopped writing. So mm -hmm. Loving the Children is part three. So, oh, really? yeah, I'm not messing around. I'm not messing around. So part three is about the fallout. So um, things happen in the book. There are repercussions for my characters in um, Loving the Children. And yeah. that's where I thought the story ended until just recently, two characters popped up and one said, well, what about Loving the Widows? And the other one said, what about loving the fathers? And I'm saying, hold on, hold on, right now. I just want to concentrate on getting right. loving the sisters out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to top hold all of these, you know, all of these different storylines in my head. I just need to concentrate on loving the sisters. So it's been um, uh, an amazing process. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the books in a box set. I think yes. that would be really, really special to see all three books together. So that's what I'm working yes. on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, uh, can you read us 
a little bit out of loving the loving the brothers. Uh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Loving the brothers. Yeah, I'm going to read from um, chapter one, and mm. first character is her name is Patty. Okay. I just about caught the 17 train from Camden Overground Station to Stratford Station. Given that the rush hour was in full effect, I was prepared to stand all the way to Westfield until a young brother motioned to me to sit down in his seat. I didn't argue with him because my feet were killing me from wearing shoes at the office, high heel shoes at the office all day. Thank yes. you, I said with a smile, and I hurried awkwardly to trade places with him. He stood over me, smiling back, and oh, what a smile. All of a sudden, I felt myself blush, or was it a hot flush? It was difficult to tell at my age. Either way, I had to tell myself to calm down. Beads of sweat suddenly formed on my brow as I frantically looked through my huge messenger bag for my fan. All the time, this brother was observing me as if I was his entertainment. I couldn't find my fan, which I thought I must have left in my clutch bag, the one I used the previous weekend when I attended a fundraiser at Stoke Newington Town Hall for people living with chronic kidney disease. So I ended up fanning myself with the old Metro newspaper that I picked up from the station on my way to work. I planned on completing the Sudoku quiz during my break, but I ended up working through lunch. My makeshift fan wasn't working too well, so I slipped it back into my bag and undid my belt on my Peruna Mac and the top two buttons of my shirt. I was trying to look anywhere except up. I looked over to my left, an Eastern European man was sitting next to me in his muddy Stone Island tracksuit and an orange high visibility jacket. He looked as though he'd spent the whole day working down a sewer and he smelt like it too. I managed to suppress the bile rising in my throat and I quickly looked over to my right. The student in her school uniform sitting next to me was listening to music on her smartphone with a poker face. In fact, most of the passengers in my carriage appeared to be plugged into one device or another. I don't understand how people can listen to music without reacting in some way. When I listen to music, I want to bop my head, tap my feet, dance or sing along. I couldn't just sit there. I love listening to music, especially live music. At the moment, I'm on a reggae vibe, having seen Chronics in concert at Somerset House. The concert was so uplifting. I would definitely go and see him live, perform live again. Anyway, when I thought Mr. Man, the gentleman who gave up his seat for me, wasn't looking, I took a sneaky peek at him. He's about six foot four, caramel brown in complexion, like a digestive biscuit, medium build, but muscular. The colour of his eyes were obscured by his sunglasses, but I imagine they were the same light brown as mine. Cute looking, nice goatee, and not that much younger than me, I thought. Shoulder length dreadlocks neatly tied into a loose ponytail. Ralph Lauren t-shirt and probably Ralph Lauren jeans too, which he wore very well. He definitely works out, I thought. While, observed, while I observed him, as he gripped the rail above uh, with both hands, exposing the bottom end of his six-pack. To avoid looking any lower, I quickly looked up at him, and there he was, smiling down at me again, like something sweet him. 
It was then I noticed his gold tooth and I instantly lost attraction. I winced and I thought to myself, yes, he's an FOB, a fresh off the boat. I retrieved my paper and I started the Sudoku quiz on page 46. Oh, that's good. I remember reading that part in the book and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, oh. I, I, despite oh. the subject, despite the subject, I do think that there are moments that I hope that people understand and they laugh out loud as well. I don't want the book to be heavy all the way through because um, you know, life isn't like that. There are moments that pop up where people laugh, cry. Um, and, um, it, you know, you saying that comment shows that it's been understood universally. Yeah. It's not just a, a British thing. You know, uh -huh. you'll get yeah. it. People who, who read the book and feedback to me, they get it as well. Okay. All right. Because uh, your book is marvelous. book is marvelous. Thank you. I enjoyed enjoy reading it very much. I enjoyed I enjoy it very, very much. And I will be recommending it to other people to read as well. Thank so, Miss Hayes, uh, what do you what do you see yourself doing? Um, you know, where do you see yourself going with this writing career? Where do you see yourself going? Yeah, um, it's become bigger than me now. You know, my original why was um, wanting to fulfill a dream and ambition that I had to um, write a book and to publish a book. But mm. um, it's been received so well that men and women mm. are now reaching out to me on social media to tell me their issues around domestic mm. abuse. They want to tell their stories. They want help for the predicament that they they are in. So it's become bigger than me now. So Loving the Sisters is just about uh, is the natural the next natural step in terms of finishing off the that part of the story and mm. um, I want to continue to use the book to raise awareness globally about domestic abuse when mm. I was writing Loving the Sisters as you know domestic abuse the stats rose globally during the pandemic and lockdown because mm. couples were forced to spend um, you know the whole day in lockdown together um, and um, the cases of domestic abuse arose around the world. And that I suppose um, where I can't get across the whole world, the book can. Mm -hmm. And the book is being enjoyed and um, read in Australia, New Zealand, throughout the Caribbean, um, in Africa, you name it, the book is being read there. And um, hopefully it will raise awareness for the people who read it. Because I find that in my experience, a lot of people know what domestic violence is, but they do mm. not know what domestic abuse is in terms of all the other controlling and coercive behaviour that happens as well. So issues mm -hmm. around um, financial abuse, emotional mm. abuse, use of male privilege, using children, minimising um, their behaviour, all of those things people are totally unaware of and have now have an understanding of what it can look like and how domestic abuse can manifest itself through reading mm. a book such as um, Loving the Brothers. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So let's, uh, let's talk about your podcast. Let's yeah. talk about your podcast. Because uh, so, what is author to author podcast about? 
Yes, and it's, it's, it's funny you should mention that because I interviewed a lovely author last week. I cannot wait yeah. for her episode to come up on the podcast. Um, I have been fortunate to be on the receiving end of loads of lovely opportunities as a result of writing this book. But there were also, um, there's a bit of um, snobbery in publishing as well. So if you're traditionally published, you're likely to get more opportunities to be on TV, radio, etc. And what mm. I noticed as a self-published author, um, uh, the opportunities weren't there for everybody. It's not, it's not a level playing field. And I'm not one to wait around for opportunities. Where there isn't one, then I create an opportunity. So yes. I thought, well, while I'm waiting for this publisher to show up to um, publish Love in the Sisters, let me be proactive about shedding the light on other, um, other self-published authors who mm. need their share of the limelight. So mm. I created the Author to Author podcast where I interview self-published authors from around the world. That's the only criteria is that you would have had to have been self-published or independently published. So that's where mm. you're using a um, publishing services to get your book um, out there. Mm. And um, I think when I was putting the list together of all the self-published authors that I know, I already had 30 people who I could put on the podcast. So that was um, three seasons that I already had. The Author to Author podcast was launched on the 8th of March, 2021. And it's been a roller coaster. I'm looking around my, my office space now. I have got mm. stacks and stacks of books. People have been sending books from all over the world to take mm. part um, in the podcast. We've just mm. finished season two. So mm. that's about to go out live. Um, each week. Um, we've got it on nine listening platforms from Spotify right the way through to Listen Notes. Um, we, I'm trying to get Audible um, so that it will go out on Amazon Prime. And um, I have got four radio stations who are interested in it going out every single week as well. So it's been a lot of work to try and coordinate it because we have lots of competition prizes for our guests to, for our listeners to get hold of. And they, the podcast needs to go out at the same time so everyone has an equal chance of entering the um, competitions. And yeah. I love it. I love interviewing um, self-published authors. I love hearing about their journey. I love hearing about what inspired them to get to this point. Why writing now? You know, especially when it's a mature woman like myself who maybe have had other careers and it's something that they've always wanted to do and they're putting their books out there. And, you know, they're, they're not all fiction. Some are self-help books. They are. We're writing in every genre. And um, I've got some youngsters who are coming through who, have, um, who are coming through in season three. And that's really nice to see as well that our young people are writing, um, are writing books. They're writing science fiction. They're writing um, books just for boys. Um, it's it's been fantastic. So um, uh, when I decided I was going to do it, I actually announced it um, on Women's um, um, International Women's Day. And mm -hmm. thereafter, um, I picked up the phone and I contacted Dolgetty Tees. Um, they are an established Caribbean herbal tea company and I asked mm. for sponsorship. So um, I pitched mm. to them 
the Friday after International Women's Day. And by the end of that call, they said that they will sponsor me. So I don't have to worry about paying for um, editing services or for someone to produce everything. Dolgetti picked that all up and they send me a full complement of um, Dolgetti teas. And they also created a discount code for the podcast as well so that my listeners can get 10% off Dolgetti teas. So, yeah, I'm having a fun time with that with the podcast okay 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 so um tell us what are the requirements for a uh for a author to uh become part of author to author podcast yeah i mean no problem at all they would have had to have been self um self-published and um, they will have to be prepared to give me at least two copies of their books, uh, one for me so that I can have a read before I interview them. And the second copy is to give away as a competition prize as well. Um, it will cost you your, your time um, and it will cost you your, your energy because, you know, I want you to come in, you know, enthusiastic and yeah. wanting to share, share the podcast link when it comes through with friends and family. Um, mm -hmm. In season one, I created a competition amongst the, my guests to see mm -hmm. who could get the most plays on Spotify. And I mm -hmm. cannot believe how competitive they were. So they were sharing it with everybody, you know, people that they speak to, people that they mm -hmm. don't speak to. Ex-husbands got copies of the, the podcast. They were just going mm -hmm. all out to, to yeah. win. And I awarded them um, just a little trophy. I've got an example of one here. Um, oh. Just a little trophy. Okay. Um, this uh, yeah. One yeah. gold, one silver, one bronze. And I mm -hmm. thought well, we will definitely in 2022 run that competition again um, oh. because obviously it's in my interest to get as many plays as possible globally. And it's also in their interest to get their voices heard, you know, and people knowing yeah. about their books globally as well. But, yeah, the competition was all in good fun. And uh -huh. we got uh, a, um, a gold, silver and bronze awards went out um, okay. last year. Yeah. Oh, OK. 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 So tell us how we as uh, how uh, how my viewers can get in contact with you. Okay. Yeah. I, I can, yes. I, I I would say the main place to get hold of me will be via Instagram. So if you go to my Instagram page, which is at Loving the Brothers Author, send me a direct message there, a DM there, and um, I will then be able to give out the email address for the um, podcast inquiries, and we can mm -hmm. start the ball rolling from there. I, what I don't want to do is to give out the email address live here and then I'm inundated with lots of spam. So the best way to contact me would be through the Instagram page. But I'm also on Facebook and mm -hmm. my author page is called Loving the Brothers by Pamela R. Haynes. Um, so you can send me a message um, through there as well. Um, mm -hmm. But I also strongly suggest that your listeners... Um, go on to Spotify and the other platforms, All they're all there, and have a listen to the podcast to see whether you think it's a good fit for your, for, you know, for your book, um, and, we, we, and then we can take it from there. So that's what I would suggest that people, that people do. Right now, I've got all of my books for season three, 
So okay. I will be contacting those interviews quite shortly. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm always stockpiling for the next episode, the next um, yeah. season, which will be season four. So you're, so people mm -hmm. are in good time. I've got 10, 10 slots for season four. If people want to um, contact me, they'll, they'll be booked straight in. Oh, okay, okay. All right, Miss Hayes. Let me say how we, I, I had a marvelous time with you. A marvelous, marvelous time. Is there anything else you would want to tell us about you, Miss Pamela? Now, just really to follow my page so, so that people can um, be the first to be in the know about what's happening with the second book. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a you know, good idea if you follow me, follow me there. Um, mm -hmm. I like to think that my page is quite interactive and um, you know, a fun place to be. Uh, so if you want to be part of my book journey and see how well I'm doing, um, if you want to know the new developments with the second and third book, that will be the place where I will be announcing, um, making those kind of announcements. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's, you know, that's what I would encourage people to uh, you know, people to do. So just just to follow me and um, interact, you know, interact with the kind of things that I'm doing. Oh, OK, OK. All right, Miss Pamela. I is a I see you got the mugs. How, how, how we how do we get the mugs? Well, I'm planning if people want them, they again DM me. You know, mm. if people like them. I've got one with loving the sisters on it as well. Um okay. and um I, I managed to send out quite a few um, during the pandemic. Everybody was at home, so I managed to send a few to them. Um but um yeah, um, I'm planning on doing bookmarks and key rings and, you know, um, all the usual stuff if people want, you know, if people want them. But uh, it, it, it all started off with me just making one for myself so that okay. when I'm on all, all of these Zoom calls and stream yards mm. and everything, I've got a cup yeah. to, um, a nice yeah. cup to pose with. So that's how that started. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. It has been a pleasure, Miss Haynes. It's been a pleasure you. having you on Authors Extra Sunday. And I wish you all the more of may God bless you in your writing career, dear. And no, I thank you so much. And um, you know, I know life is life has gotten us a lot of time on our hands because of the pandemic. And I want you to enjoy your grandbaby. Enjoy the grandbaby. <laughs> enjoy I, the grandbaby. I, certainly, I certainly am. I met her for the first time yesterday, and I, I have no words. She's so beautiful. And yeah, it was lovely her. just to sit and look at her. I could just watch her forever, really. So that was a really beautiful moment. And um, out of everything that I have done, you know, since the book came out, being able to look at her and see that she's here, she's mm -hmm. uh, well, she's mm -hmm. um, thriving. It was just just absolutely amazing. I'm trying to work out how I can see her again. And um, unfortunately, they live very far away from us. So, um, um, you know, we will do our best to um, keep in communication with them. OK. All right. Hold, hold on one minute. OK, hold. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you 
Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies. I love you. 